Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 111. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, I have to say, Stefan, I feel like now that we're not talking through the theme song anymore, it feels like it takes us a little while to like... Uh, to warm up. The, the, theme song, the theme song talking was like our warm up. That so was like our warm up. That was our cold open, you know? We're jumping right in. Yes. And, and, and we're now it's like we got we to gotta try and get it. But I feel like the plane doesn't quite get off the tarmac. What? So it, could we get... That's a like, flying reference. Did it, you understand it? Yeah, could we get an extended uh, like instrumental thing where it like starts oh. out with a bit of an instrumental and we could talk through that and then it plays See, the theme song? You know what? That's smart, actually. So is it? No, probably not. People are okay. like, people are always saying about podcasts. You know what? I hope their themes <laughs> get longer. I think people, people do say that saying. about ours, though, because then we're yeah, talking less. We've been lucky. We've had good themes. But I remember like uh, a guy I follow on Twitter, like a Maple Leafs fan guy. I remember he had this big rant about how no podcasts should ever have theme songs because what's the point anyway we'll bring in our guest to talk about this i feel like we've left her hanging far too long uh our guest this week very funny comedian from toronto she also writes for the hit canadian tv show letter kenny ali pierce is here hi ali hi, ali. hi. how's it going oh yeah we're good yeah. what do, do yeah. you have a do you have a stance on podcast theme songs ali um yeah, they, they should be a perfect amount of time. Mm. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's yeah. actually like the uh, right. best answer. That's maybe the, that is the best answer we could have. Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because, but I'm trying to think if there are any where I'm like, I wish this was longer. I mean, they do set the tone. Yeah. So I agree. Like, I think they're important. I like, I, I like the guy on my Twitter was just like, yeah, it's not, it's not like it's a TV show where you need to like introduce characters. It's not like it's a radio TV shows show. Don't do that anymore. What is he talking about? TV shows haven't done that in like 25 years. I, maybe the guy just only watches nineties. I'm not saying he's like a good, like an expert or anything. No, I just remember it sounds like he's not turn. Well, we're not here. We're not asking his advice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I'm blaming this all on this. I'm putting a lot on this, this one guy. guy. And it's like, it's and it was, it was nice honestly guy, from yeah. so long ago. It was probably like three years ago. Maybe all <laughs> podcast themes are really shitty back then. Three years ago? Well, because you know me, Stefan, okay? I, unlike you, I take this podcast very serious. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm always like looking, you know, when people are talking, I, I want to know, you know, I'm like, what's the discourse? What are people talking about? But this, this not, that's not the discourse. It's from three years ago. So maybe I, and I, I, I skip ahead to be honest. <laughs> Anytime I'm listening to a podcast, I just go straight to the chat. Yeah, so, so you don't actually you don't actually listen no, to the theme. Okay. 
I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering if maybe if this was like three or four years ago was that before you could do like the thirty second skip ahead button maybe maybe that was the whole thing you know what I mean he was mad because yeah because it'd be hard if it's like an hour long podcast yeah. to try and nail the like to like scrub across to the yeah. right the right time yeah. but then if That's you got the button then yeah I don't know maybe who is this guy who the why are we fucking talking about him I'm pissed uh, off he's not he's a nobody he's a Leafs guy on Twitter okay. I said. <laughs> He doesn't even, it's not, it's not under his real name either. He's like an anonymous. He used to write for like, and what is his real name? I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. He's never posted it anywhere. He like writes under, he's afraid of the Leafs fans coming after him, Stefan. I think that's reasonable. That is reasonable. We should try and get him as a guest. We should actually. (laughs) Maybe he's like, so I would love to get him because if he was like, so intense about hiding his identity that he like modulated his voice. I I would love to get him and and uh, get uh, LB, our our theme song guy to record like a 40 minute uh, theme song for us. And we're like, well, we listen to the theme song live. We're just like sitting here listening to the song the entire time. So if we could do that, I would love that. I I'm certainly in and he he the best part is because it the tweet was from so long ago he won't even understand why we're doing it this way you know even when we explain it to him he might be like I don't remember tweeting that no and his opinion has probably changed by now so it's just like yeah. totally not worth anyone's time at all but that's perfect I mean that's what the show is basically right that's what it's no, a huge advocate for long intros this yeah. is still kind of an intro isn't it yeah we're still trapped in the intro oh, well we don't have any we gotta <laughs> We the, what we got to do. He, this is what I think, and Ali, you probably would like this too, as someone who skips theme songs. We got to start putting ads on the show because then mm-hmm. you have like the pre-roll ad, which yeah. the theme is like kind of tied into. So then you really feel because I feel like if the theme is right at the start of the podcast, I'm probably not going to skip it. But if there's like a minute and a half ad before it, then I'm definitely skipping it. You okay. Know what I mean? So we would do we would do pre-roll ads and not and not like mid podcast ads. No, we do both. Oh shit. Because okay. we're gonna be rich guys in 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's that was the it's idea. Year. Yeah, it is our okay. year. I did that. Uh did you guys see this thing? Because um Ali, Stefan knows this about me, and so do our listeners, but I'm pretty normie. I'm a pretty normie guy. Very, mm-hmm. very normie. a regular dude. And um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, like the GIF that was going around on Twitter, where it was like one of those GIFs where just a bunch of words like flash, and then you stop the GIF, and yeah, then, like it's like playing the mash game. You remember? You yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, it's like that, but basically you just click it three times, and it was like these are the three things you're going to be in 2021. Okay. Yeah, and so mine was uh, mine was rich, um, millionaire, okay. and. Um, yeah what was the third one it was some, it was good too it was like handsome or something i got like i got that. dead dead rich for mine yeah i mean i'll be i guess maybe i'll but i it, it, i don't know if it's in order so do I, I die twice and then i get rich somehow or do i get or rich maybe, and then i die john you're gonna get rich because of stefan because he's gonna leave it all to you and oh, that could be. You know it, what? Actually, yeah. It is actually very funny that you brought that up because literally the next thing I was going to say was, Stefan, am I in your will? Ooh. So I'm glad you brought that up. Good question. Go ahead. Uh, no, but Dan is. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. What are you leaving to Ali? Uh, my PS5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That is yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Jealous. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wait, I wish you weren't dying, but I appreciate it. It's a PS5. I mean, what what can you do? I'm leaving Dan the controllers, though, just to kind of. Okay. This is a ploy to get us to meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah this is exactly. a meet cute right, right here. Yeah, this is exactly. a. Uh, I just watched Palm Springs last night. This is like, uh, you know, this is a, your our new rom com. Is that your one movie? Is that your one movie of the year out of the way? Yeah, that's it. 2021 I mean, got it out of the way early. It. Yeah. It's a good movie, but you're not going to watch another movie for the rest of the year. Is that right? That's right. That yep. is insane. No, oh I will. God. I will. I will. I'll watch. I You'll think, watch a Pixar like, honestly, movie probably, right? You, oh, yeah. I haven't watched Soul yet, so yeah. I got to watch that. Okay. People, and it's a, the, the discourse on Soul, very divided. Mm-hmm. Is it? Very divided, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to like stay. I mean, I think I, I said this last year. I like deleted Twitter off my phone at the beginning of last year, uh, and I was like trying to stay out of all like the stupid shit that was happening online every day. Uh, and I'm just like not gonna do that this year because I was just like lying to myself. Uh, yeah. And there's like today in particular, there's a lot of stupid shit online, mm-hmm. which I, I know we're gonna get to. But we are. I mean, it was one of those days where you wake up. And yeah, Ali, we're on the West Coast, obviously. So we wake up and you guys are like three hours ahead and you have three hours to like get going on whatever stupid bullshit is happening that day. And so we wake up and we see just a a phrase that makes no sense that was never uh, uttered before today trending on Twitter. And we have to figure out, we have to like reverse engineer, like what the fuck is happening about it over here? What is Bean Dad? And we're going to get to that later because I think that's John's update. But yeah, we're going to Bean Dad. I mean, well, it's up to you. I mean, we can Bean Dad now and I can do a, a more fun social media update if you want. I the mean, Bean Dad like, thing is so stupid. I've brought it up because it does also make sense because he's mostly known for writing a podcast theme song. I feel like that's why oh, okay. like, he wrote the theme song for My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, OK. I mean, so the Bean Dad thing from, from what I saw is just like it's a guy... So it's it's a well, guy doing. Let's let Ali guess. I mean, yeah. she could be, what do you think? This is the West because here's the the one main one I remember for you and me, Stefan, was Cliff Wife. Yes, where we woke up and everyone was talking about Cliff Wife, and we had to be like, that's a tough one to reverse engineer. Yeah, like Cliff Wife. I mean, that could. I be actually good. guessed it right away that it was a wife falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're really smart, I, Ali. I, did I, you? I have a loop. Oh wow! Yeah, this was like probably what a year ago, Stefan. God, like a year and a half, I think. Yeah, it was, some, it was some YouTube guy who said that he, he made this like long thread about how his wife fell off a cliff and that it was like, what? I don't even remember the context. Well, he he had recorded video of it because he was yeah. like doing a video of them like hiking or something. But it was like the if I recall correctly, the camera was like stationary. It was so very it, clearly staged. It, it looked like it was staged, although she did really fall off the cliff. So, but it was a small cliff. Like when you hear my wife yeah. fell off a cliff, like I'm picturing like Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah, we're off yeah, yeah. It was more like she like rolled down it, and which to me is not a. It's it's yeah, it's an embankment or a very steep hill. Right, um, but it wasn't like a cliff. Well, you think like the classic cliff where it's like it like it like overhangs right, and then you just fall straight yeah. down. It wasn't like that. Um, but Bean Dad, yeah, Ali, do you want to guess what Bean Dad? I is? now remember. I know what it is now. Okay, oh, okay. you said you saw. It was going to be funny ish. I was going to try and be cute, be like it's a dad who farts. And now I'm remembering. <laughs> I didn't read it, but I saw this thing trending. This dad was being not so nice to his daughter. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. but t- uh, so I think it's like the the discourse on it is so dumb like just all around because everyone's like, Oh, he's like an abusive father. And it's like, no, he's just like 
a boring guy trying to tell a story and make it seem more interesting. Like, I don't okay. think that, I don't think, I think maybe it happened, but it didn't, it wasn't like six hours. There's no way it was, he, he's trying to make it sound more interesting, which in turn makes him sound more like a psycho, which yeah. in turn is like red meat for, for Twitter. And so I, right. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I would say I'm like 95% sure he's, he's just like totally exaggerating for the purpose of the story. And it's sort of like got out of control, which is what happens. Right. Uh, and he's just doesn't seem like the right type of guy. He's not doing, he's not done well since he lost the plot. You know what I mean? Like some people you get in trouble on Twitter and they can kind of roll out of it. Like cliff wife, they yes. can just kind of spin <laughs> down the embankment and then they get to the bottom and they stand up and they're like, Hey, but some people can't, they get lost in the disc. They get lost in the plot and they, and they go overboard and he is, he's handling it very poorly. At least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird to me because it seems like something that like a daily caller writer or like some like weird conservative fuck would like tweet about and be like very right. proud of, but he's doing it in a way where it's like funny and like quirky kind of. And it's just like, it just doesn't work from, from that perspective. And then like, it's again, like I said, it's, I think it's clear. He's like exaggerating it. And then, you know, everyone's, everyone's like getting mad at him, but like, for the attention of getting mad at him uh, to be like, they're, you know, they're quote, it's all that shit. Like I'm. Yeah. It has an unbelievable number of quotes. I, sh I wish I read it. Cause now I don't have an opinion on it. And then I'm going to read oh. it. And then I'm going to write gonna, you like, a letter about I'm gonna it. Read it. I'm actually going to read it right now, Ali. So you okay, the whole okay. thing. Yeah. So okay. the thing that, the thing that's also nuts about it is that, and I said this to friend of the show, Ed Zitron last night, because he was tweeting about it before bed. Cause he's also in the Google time zone, like us Pacific time. So <laughs> at like midnight last night, Ed was tweeting about it. So he was the first one I saw tweeting about it. And so I was like, when he was explaining it, like quote tweeting it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to be like three tweets. Like this is a story that will be over in three tweets. And then it was like 20 tweets. Really? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So yesterday, my daughter, nine, was hungry and I was doing a jigsaw puzzle. So I said over my shoulder, make some baked beans. She said, how? Like all kids do when they want you to do it. So I said, open a can and put it in a pot. She brought me the can and said, open it. How? With a can opener, I said, incredulous. She brought me the can opener and we both stared at it. I realized I'd never taught her to use it. Most cans now have pull tops. I felt like a dope. What kind of apocalypse father doesn't teach his kid how to use a manual can opener? So I said, how do you think this works? She studied it and applied it to the top of the can sideways. She struggled for a while and with a big dramatic sigh said, will you please just open the can? Apocalypse dad was overjoyed. A teaching moment just dropped in my lap. <laughs> I it's said, just like, We're just, the, just the style of like prose is just yeah. so tiring. Like I'm you just know? like completely zoned out. <laughs> and it's well, not because it's, it. it's not because you're reading it, John, which is what made oh, it. But it's, 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 it's just the, yeah, it's just the wording and the phrasing. And it's just like, I mean, it's it's to me, it's like the 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 psycho guy who posted about like game theory, like Eric Garland. Remember that guy who's like, it's time yeah. for some game theory. Here's why uh, Hillary Clinton is going to win the 2016 election. Uh, and and he's like, by the way, he's like recorded like an ebook version or like an audiobook version of the game theory threat. It, it, again, exhausting. But this is this is like 
very similar in in like tone to that and it's very it's very obvious to me that he's writing it with the express purpose of going viral but he thought he would go viral where it was like everyone's like oh this is like funny and charming and right so like oh this is like weird yeah it is weird and uh, you know what's funny is i have opened cans in my life with a can opener i've been <laughs> yeah, known right. to do it and i was house sitting for a friend this in you know the last year and I, I had to look up a YouTube video of her specific can opener because I couldn't. And I mean, I'm not like, Oh, I tried once and I failed. Like, like dinner is burning and I can't open this can. Which which kind of can opener was it? I don't, it wasn't like a, it's not one of like the twist one because the twist one is like the easy one, obviously. It was bizarre. It was like, it had this weird hidden function but it was it was something that then you googled it and I'm like oh you have a three hundred dollar can opener get a grip oh you know? okay I was thinking it was maybe going to be like you one were of those getting like, a grip on yeah. the can opener <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of the manual ones where you have to no. just like yeah because those ones are bad but yeah they are bad and I did have one and I also had a a, a, a teachable moment <laughs> that between me and my roommate when. I found it. I was like, what is this? This belongs in the garbage. I, I want to know about this expensive, fancy can opener now. I know. I wish I could remember where she got it, but I remember honestly being like, am I going insane right now? Because I know how to use a can opener, but it yeah. was like, oh, and this was the, actually, this was what ended up being the weird reveal was that I went all the way around and nothing happened. And it was right. only after I watched a YouTube video that I realized that it actually had opened the can. It just like, does it in such a small way that you can't see the can has opened. Oh, right. And it's doing it like on the the whole dumb thing of like, are you tired of chunks of metal falling in your food? Buy this $300 can opener that I am. I am tired of that though. For real. Like if we (laughs) go honest here, I am tired of that. Well, Well, Stefan plated can opener and you can get that one. Yeah. You're exactly the type of guy. I I am. I really am. Remember my my $200 trash can or whatever. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You are so like uh, this podcast is so close to being successful enough where you're going to be a William Sonoma guy. (laughs) Oh man. Like we're just, we're just on the cusp. Yeah. I I just moved in with my boyfriend uh, in September. So we haven't been living together that long and moving in together was uh, not challenging because of our personalities or wanting to live together, but our differences in what we're willing to spend on things. Like I break like, you're the big spender. You're the no, big spender. No. Oh, oh, he is. Like, William Sonoma is not a joke in our house. It's real. <laughs> different. It's a whole different level. It, it's yeah. yeah. It's pricey. Okay. Did he grow I'm up on the William like, Sonoma William website Sonoma. right now, by the way. Is he a William Sonoma? Like, is he from a William Sonoma family type? He's not, thing? not at oh. all. He just, at some point he had an epiphany about the finer things in life. And then. <laughs> and now here you are. Yeah, here you know, I am. It, like to go back to what you were saying, I do feel like a can opener is one of those things where you don't use it enough that when you do use it, it's very easy to imagine that you have like forgotten how to use it. Like, I, <laughs> I totally yeah. level with your story where it's like, well, I haven't used one of these in six months. And then you go to use it and then you're yeah. like, did I, I, did I? Yeah, is, this is yeah. this must be my fault. I forget yeah. how to use these things. <laughs> the, the annoying thing about having like a shitty can opener too is you can't tell, oh, is this me fucking it up or is it the can opener being bad? 
Yes, that's true. Like, and the difference all the time. in quality of can openers is so slight for the price point. It's not, you know, it's not like a huge jump. Yeah. Have you guys ever yeah. used an electric one? No. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, one of the ones where you have to like, you have to press it up against the thing sort of, right? Yeah. It's like a magnet. Well, and that also like to, again, go back to what you're saying, Ali, like I felt because theoretically you think electric can opener, this is going to be way easier, but I had never <laughs> used one before. I think it was like my neighbor had one growing up. So I feel like it was like me and my neighbor were trying to cook something and maybe his parents right. were at home or something. And it was just like, I, cause you have it, to hold it up against the yes, magnet sort of, right? exactly. and, then, and then, and then the magnet up top, like lifts the lid off. Yes. But if, if you if you can't figure it out, you're just holding it up again and like nothing is happening, you know? So dumb. An electric can opener to me is like an 80s appliance that at some point everyone was like, oh, you have to have one. You just must yes. have one. And then everyone realized that it just takes too much space on your counter and actually you don't have to have one. We, we had one growing up that I think my parents got in like the early 90s or something that was just yeah. like there and yeah. I'd use it occasionally, but like the manual one was so much easier. I yeah. mean, what's the, what's the stupidest like kitchen thing you guys have? Cause for me, it's the, I have the avocado, uh, three in one tool. Have you seen oh, that one? I, no. it's, but it's, it's actually very useful specifically just for <laughs> avocados, but, but I have avocados a lot. It's got, so it's got like a serrated blade on one end to cut around the avocado. Okay. The and then it has, uh, this little, like these, like four little blades sort of in the middle that you like put down on the pit of the avocado and like right. press down, twist and like lift out. And then on the, the other end, it's got these like five little like plastic. I don't even call them. I wouldn't even call them blades, but then you press it down in the avocado and it slices it right down. the middle. Oh, Gorgeous. It's, it's really useful, but it's, it, yeah. it is very stupid. Like it looks very stupid. I feel stupid using it because you could, <laughs> I could just use a knife and like a spoon or something, but it's so easy too. And it's like, it was cheap too. It was like 10 bucks. So it's not like yeah. it, uh, a $200 tool, you know, but yeah. I don't think I told you this, but I, I got one for Christmas. It's, it's oh. good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It is good, but it is, oh. it is very stupid, but it is. Yeah. Like owning a kitchen tool for one thing feels very stupid. Even if you use like that one, one yeah, thing even a lot, if you're having like, avocado oh toast every single day, which yeah. obviously, which is also stupid, but <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I feel like an electric can opener just has big, like '90s wedding present energy. Yes, it it's really. Just like, oh, it's it's like a great thing that you can kind of spend like sixty dollars on, where you're like, yeah. okay, th this is like a great wedding gift. Um, as far as my current kitchen, I'm trying to think of like what is the dumbest thing we have in our kitchen. I mean, it's got to be dumber than the avocado thing, which you do own. So mm. yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be that. It's got to. Uh, well, I should say this. Speaking of avocados, I haven't I haven't tried it yet, but my mom for Christmas also bought me like an avocado saver. So it's like so it's like if you only use half the avocado, right? So it's shaped like an avocado, and then it's got this kind of like stretchy film in the yeah, middle, and yeah. you put the avocado. Nice. In the so I haven't that's, used it yet. That, that's a classic uh, when you're in your 30s, like mom Christmas gift to get, mm -hmm. like for sure. But that's also that is useful and like actually like good for the environment too, presumably because like I use like plastic wrap for the avocado, yeah. right? So you got to get those beeswax wraps. I do. Those have are those, those are great. We ha we have those, those as well. Great. Those are really good. Yeah, Ali, what's the dumbest thing you own? I mean, it it it, it could be avocado related. Well, you said your boyfriend's big WS guy, so you must yeah. have something stupid in there. 
I can't even begin to tell you what I mean. <laughs> We, w- we could do a whole episode on it. Let's do it, honestly. Everything I own has one purpose. <laughs> but I, okay. like, I love it. Like, I go in the kitchen, I'm like, I'm going to press garlic. And then I do, and it's awesome. And I love it. Yeah, so I have a garlic press, which I don't think is that weird. That's, that's, that a, weird. that's a reasonable yeah. one. We, we have yeah. the garlic slicing thing where you you put the garlic cloves in the top and then like yeah. twist it and then it it like slices like very okay, very like okay. thin slices it's pretty stupid okay. also and it's a real pain in the ass to wash also yeah 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 i have um a milk frother oh and okay. also i only drank my coffee black forever and then i was like well we have a milk frother now i have lattes every day <laughs> every single day so that's dope and, um, but you know, what is truly the most outrageous kitchen appliance from my childhood that I always think about, but that I'll never buy, but that is so ridiculous is, do you remember there was this thing you could put an apple on and then you yes. would this tiny little crank and it would peel your apple. We, yeah. we had one of those too. Uh, and there was an apple core, like you would put, it had this like. Yeah. Oh, that was the that like was the, the apple core makes sense to me. Yeah. Like you can still yeah. buy them. That that makes sense to me, especially because my front two teeth are fake, so I can't mm. I can't just bite into an apple. Right. So I have to cut an apple before I eat it. So it make that part makes sense to me. Sure. But like, were there that many people I eating apples without skin? I guess it's a baking yeah. thing. Maybe is that I where think you're all, I think you're right. Actually, now that you're saying it, I think it is a baking thing. But it it's like I had no issue with peels but it was like the ritual of going and peeling your apple and then trying to get like one long string of skin yeah. without breaking it it was very satisfying well and yeah. you sometimes i knew kids who had them and then they would just eat the skin after yeah, still. Like yeah why like, not uh, like a fruit string or yeah, something like totally. well it was a fruit string but you know what i mean like yeah. uh what were it's those very, things called were they called string things the well, well are you thinking of that uh, no it was like it was this one where it came on a piece of cardboard. Do you guys remember what? this? No. Well, there was there was um, fruit roll-ups. Yeah, no, 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 no. So it was the same thing as a fruit roll-up, basically, like similar texture. Hey, by the but, way, let me just say this. If you ever punch the shapes out of a fruit roll-up, uh, you're a fucking psycho. You have to <laughs> fall that thing up and just eat it. Yeah, we would just twist it like a What's napkin and you? shove it in our mouth. Pushing the shapes out of that. Same thing with a, with a cheese string. You just got to eat the cheese uh, string, you know? No, you didn't peel it? I, I would peel, I, I would peel it. I would do like one peel and then I'd be like, fuck this. No, I could not disagree more. <laughs> I, I agree <laughs> with Ali too. I think really? you got to peel it. Yeah. yeah. Because it was satisfying. It like it peeled yeah. so well, you know. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess that's my so Ali, I'm sort of like known for having very stupid uh and bad opinions. So I guess that that is maybe one of them. But I, I, I had one that I ran by John and Dan uh on I think on New Year's Day actually. Okay. Because on New on New Year's Eve, uh I I made our, our New Year's dinner. Uh, it was, it was, uh, ribeye steak with a mushroom Dijon glaze and then mashed sweet potatoes. And so my new bad opinion that I think is actually not that bad of an opinion, but a lot of people will get pissed off about this is that mashed sweet potatoes are better than regular mashed potatoes. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> no, yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's just, it's just if not. I want dessert, I would eat dessert. Well, that's not it's not dessert though. It's not it's not quite I, I don't know. I, I take issue with that. 
that's 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 fine that's fair enough um but yeah. that's that's my that's my first i think bad opinion of of the year um i've been on oh john found the uh the fruit yeah, string thing i found the fruit string thing so it's so you can see in this picture now because obviously i think both of you are younger than me oh, so maybe you never had it no i do remember this yeah so it literally came on a piece of cardboard and then kind of like the fruit roll up shape or like but like the string itself was was string itself would make a shape on the cardboard then you'd pull the shape off of the cardboard and then i guess just like show it to your friend and then like eat it and then the thing that was weird is like the shape would be cut out of the like square of fruit snack and then you'd just be left with like the outer part of it and you would just pull that off and eat it like it wasn't it's a bad snack yeah it was a a bad bad snack snack. if if we're talking fruit snacks I think the best are uh, so delicious. If you guys remember, so delicious. Oh yeah, so delicious was in a in like a a, a little purple baggie, and uh, they were all shaped like different types of soda. So there was like mug root beer, and it was like a mug of root beer. I think it was actually mug root beer that it, it, was. it was. There was like Seven Up. There was was there Pepsi or something? I think it was Pepsi probably. Cherry, yeah, there was Cherry Cola. Yeah, I remember root beer was obviously big orange grape. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were shaped like little, like either little bottles or little mugs of root beer or little cans of pop or whatever. I don't remember either of these snacks. Oh, so it was so delicious. Wow. Uh, How old are you, Allie? I'm, if I I'm can ask. 31. I'm going to be 32. So. Oh. Oh, so you're the exact same age as yeah. Stefan. So this Weird. like, I don't know. Did I just invent I so delicious? Pardon me? Did I invent so delicious? Is that a real no, no, thing? No, 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 no. We definitely had so delicious. Okay. 100%. I ever had it. Wow. Were you like a family where your mom didn't like buy you sweets that often? We didn't have a lot of junk in the house, but you know what? You know what I think more importantly is that my brother is six years older than me. And so he was a teenager when I was in elementary school. And if I didn't get to whatever it was, like whatever grocery came in the house, if I didn't get to it first, I didn't get any. Right. Right. So it's possible that So Delicious came through the house and I just never saw it. Mm-hmm. yeah our, like for us it was like because it's it's candy basically right it's it's yeah. you know it's in the fruit oh, yeah. snack aisle but it's just 100 percent candy so we would get it when we went we'd go camping once a year mm-hmm. and my mom would take my sister and i to uh real canadian superstore and we would do like the big shop for all of the the camping great. stuff and we would just get yeah we'd get all sorts that's when we could get like the sweet like candy cereal also yeah so, yeah like, yeah reese's puffs or oh. um Best. Oh, French Toast Crunch. That was mm-hmm. only around for a couple of years, but that was so good also. That was again, so good. Just candy. John, you got some American cereal recently, didn't you? Yes, I did. A uh, friend of the show, Ryan Lambert. Uh, I had, we, um, we were just... Uh, it was like a candy exchange program. Yeah, program, we were just right? texting yeah. one day and he was talking <laughs> about how much he loves chocolate bars. He lives in Massachusetts. So he was talking about how much he loves chocolate bars. And I mean, he called them candy bars. Yeah. So he was talking about how much he loved them. And he was like, yeah, my my girlfriend and I both are like huge uh, candy bar fans. And we particularly love some Canadian like candy bars. We're jealous of some of the candy bars you can get that we can't. And he was saying there was one. I think it was Coffee Crisp or yeah, uh, that his girlfriend in particular, like really liked. And I was like, uh, well, I can just send you some like that's no big deal. And he was like, what? And so I sent him like a box of like 20 uh, Canadian chocolate bars. 
Oh. So then he was like, well, he's like, you probably have most of the chocolate bars we have down here, which is true. Like we have most of them. So I was like, yeah, he's like, but I could send you some cereal. And I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, so he sent us uh, cookie crisp, wow. uh, peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Oh my God. Um, oh, wow. Cookies and cream rice krispies. What? Uh, yeah. No way. Way. How does, even, how does that even work? I don't know. We haven't ha- we haven't opened them yet. Um, <laughs> cookies and cream rice krispies. What was the other? Can, oh, you, can, you, can you save those when? for after the lockdown so I can try them, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when do you uh, eat that? You know what I mean. Like if you have them for breakfast, you're in trouble. Like you're really. Oh, yeah. In trouble. I'm 35. Like my day is over if I have this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strictly dessert. I have it yeah. like it's. I have it like it's ice cream. Like you have yeah, you have dinner, and then at like 9 p.m. you have like a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we also got the the one was a Dunkin' Donuts mocha uh, cafe oh, mocha cereal. Are they it's shaped like little donuts, one. like the like the Timbit cereal? Or no, so it's just it look. What it looks like is it looks like it's got two. It look uh, similar. Looks like similar texture and shape to Reese's Puffs, but one of the puffs seems to be coffee flavored, and one seems to be chocolate flavored. That's yeah, wild. That sounds incredible. Haven't opened that one yet, and we got. What one. have you had? You had the coffee. You had the the cookie crisp, right? I've had the cookie crisp. Oh, and yeah. fruity pebbles, which we can't get anymore. Which we right. used to be. It's like Fruit Loops, but but pebbles. You know, is Fruity Pebbles is sort of like the Cocoa Pebbles, but it's 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 like I guess it's similar to like Tricks as well, sort of. Tricks is I guess Fruit Loops. Yeah, Yeah, that that type. Can can we still get Tricks up here? I feel like I haven't seen Tricks in a while. Well, Stephen, you can't get Tricks because they're only for kids. <laughs> I, but the joke is that I am a child. I know. It? I really realized that. I realized yeah, that you, you fucked through. up the joke. I can't. Right. You can't have it. I can. I have can't tricks. have tricks because they're for kids. But you still can. Fuck. Damn. Uh-huh. That in, cut it back. Anyone? <laughs> uh, anyway, everyone knows what I meant. God well, damn it. I didn't. Oh, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to our it's social. The first media. episode of the year. It's the first episode of the year. Doing great. Getting. And, and I promised. I think I promised I wouldn't roast any more of your. You're like verbal gaffes or slip ups. You can do Although, that. It's, well, you just really interrupted a, my segue, so that kind shut of up. yeah, I know. But that's not look. That's not a. That wasn't a gaff. I don't. Oh, that was a gaff. It wasn't. Ew, I for me you, as the was, de facto host of this show, it counted as a gaff. Okay, it's a gaff then. So I can roast. Yeah. I shouldn't roast you. I'm not going to roast. You know what? No, it's not a gaff on my part. It's a gaff on your part because you interrupted my segue. No, if me interrupting you is like the. That's like the whole show. Well, but it's not, a, it's I'm, not a gaff for me to interrupt. My heart, it's a gaff. I no, but it's not, but no, but that's for me, that's normal. So it's not a gaff for me. Okay. It's but a gaff. For you, is it, it feels like a gaff for you? Like, Ali, was that a gaff? Did it feel like a gaff when I was going it's into the. Like you caught yourself. Yes, I did catch myself for sure. But yeah, I think but, if you catch yourself, it's not a gaff. But the so interruption. A, honestly, so a, I think you're projecting because you seem to get really down on yourself about that mistake. Yeah. And now. I don't, I don't know. Don't get, don't, like, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, yeah. we, we all, we all make flubs, you know? Well, yes, I guess we do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> speaking of flubs, <laughs> let's move on to our social media updates. 
What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. See, that was a clear runway. I appreciate that. that Ali, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Okay, well, this is a trend I'm noticing on Instagram. Um, which is kind of bizarre, whatever, we'll dissect it together. Um, I am unfortunately a heterosexual woman and I, Instagram thinks I'm gay. So every day when I look on my explore page, which I really shouldn't be looking at because it mostly just makes me feel just like hot girls. Um, I get all these videos that are women coming out. And it's all women being like, it's okay to come out when you're 32 and you live with your boyfriend. Like, don't be afraid. It's fine. Just do it. No one's going to judge you. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. Like, listen, I obviously, you know, if I was gay, I would, I would come out. I don't know what's going on, but it's like all the time. It's every day. There's a new video of someone being like, don't be ashamed. Um, so it's really making me question myself and uh for so- and then in tandem with that it's like that and the kardashians that and the kardashians okay. and i don't like know what that's about but i'm not like a kardashians fanatic but i get a lot a lot of that and a lot of like plastic surgeries before and after i i know why that's coming up but <laughs> <laughs> Like that is that's just them mining my data they, that's, they yeah that's they just all my conversations i feel like i'm the only person because I, I i everyone says that their instagram targeted like ads and explore stuff is like it's way off you know but like i feel like mine is the only one that's accurate but that's just because it's like literally only cats right <laughs> i wish mine was only cats uh, so if, if you want it to just be cats just uh, what i'll tell you to do is only post about your cat on social media Right. That's basically all I've been doing. So, but doesn't it mean that there's some kind of either unconscious thing or conscious thing that I'm doing, either on social media or that I'm talking about, that is generating this information? Because I feel like the Kardashians are just in my head, but this is making me feel like there's something going on where I'm actively seeking them out. Yeah, well, I don't, we had I don't um, Stefan. Remember when we we had uh, past guest Charlie Demers on the show, and he yeah. talked about how his Explore tab was like all like Office stuff. Right. Yeah. Like I've watched The Office, but I didn't. It's not well, like I'm ever tweeting about it or Instagramming right. about it or talking about it. And his whole Explore tab was just Office memes, and he was yeah. so confused. So weird. Um, I think it's just like a, it's like a safe bet. I think because they're they're like the algorithm is like, well, Charlie is like he's a comedian. So yeah, maybe he would like this, this comedy right show, you know? Right, right. So maybe think, he shared something once or liked something once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so maybe the Kim Kardashian thing is sort of the same thing where it's like, right. well, within this like demographic, this person is likely to enjoy the Kardashians. So we're just going to throw true. it on there and, and hope for the best, you know? And also, I think it's like, I probably have liked stuff, but I'm in denial about it or have, you know, been seeking things and I'm in denial about it because I'm like I'm not like other girls I don't like the Kardashians but then it's like totally populating my explore page and it's like maybe well Becca 
Maybe. My, my um, fiance, Becca, Ali, she went through a phase. I think it's out of it now where her explore tab <laughs> just would push large chested women at her, <laughs> like, like, like extremely like it's from like weird accounts that would be like the, the, the name of the account would be like gents daily or stuff like that and then it'd just be a picture of a woman with just like extremely large breasts so then it became this joke in our house about how that was becca's whole explore tab so she would start sending the photos to me just like out of nowhere just like uh, uh, like just like I'd be just driving or at work or something. There'd be a lull in our conversation. Then Becca would just send this photo of this woman with like double H breasts or whatever. So then I, so then I guess it like picked up that Becca was doing that. So then my explore tab started to get large chested women in it. So then I would start sending them to Becca. And now my explore tab probably looks like what oh, a straight God. white man's explore tab looks like. Like if, yeah, if someone saw it, they would be like, Oh my God, John is so horny That's on Instagram. So All he does is look at <laughs> big breasted women on so, Instagram. So you can, you can fuck someone over by sending them a bunch of stuff and that, that turns their Instagram explore tab into whatever you're sending them. I don't know, but it definitely started happening after Becca did that. So right. I don't know if it was somehow related, but it, yeah, it might, my, my explore tab. I mean, yeah, I'm a straight white man. So I would get sent pictures of like models or whatever, but then also a lot of sports content. Cause I post about sports a lot. So that was kind of the mix of my, and it wasn't like noticeably women with that feature. And then once Becca started sending me the pictures, then it was noticeably like, it wasn't just models. It was models with double E's or above. So, so the first thing on my explore tab is from an account called we rate chonks. It's a, it's a cat on a little miniature skateboard. And I already, you know, what's funny is I already follow the cat that is tagged in this picture. Uh, it's, it's Hosoko cat, very, very cute uh, Japanese cat. And he's wearing like ski goggles. I don't know if you can see that. So my first one is actually also called We Rate Chonks, but Chonks is spelt with a zero and uh, it's large chested whip. Yeah. That's wild. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, the, the, the coming out videos is particularly interesting. Yeah, that is. Maybe it's just like because it's such a trend right now, like you were saying, like it feels like it's a, something that people are doing on like TikTok and reels and stuff. Like maybe yeah. it's just it's just like, hey, this is trending. Like, well, and I know reels reels are getting like pushed because that's like the new thing or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. And so those get like pushed way more. Like when I did a reel of, of our cat, it got like way more like uh, views and shit than than like a normal like video or, or just regular post would. So I don't True. know. I don't so know. That could be it. Who knows? We're we're two very stupid guys as well. So this is like the wrong place <laughs> to ask. But we're trying our best. Yeah, we're trying our best. It's we're like trying. um it's like you remember how most um like 80s and 90s uh like sports movies or movies with like some sort of physical training montage would have them like running through tires. Like that was like never a thing you'd do, but in real life, but they would always be that's Stefan and I, as soon as you started talking about the tires, let's hope that we don't trip and fall. Otherwise Slater's going to beat my team. 
on Saved by the Bell. Uh, but I think Stefan, we handled this gracefully, is what I would say. But I think probably so. not. Yeah. Someone's probably going to get mad at us. I think we nailed it. No, we did a good job. Uh, Stefan, speaking of good jobs, what's going on on your social media? Well, this one I picked uh, for one reason. Uh, and, and this is because John, uh, on our last episode of the year, you know, he wants nothing to do with, with Funko pops or anything Funko pop related anymore. Uh, but this is a a Funko pop post that I saw and I'm sure someone has already sent this to you, John too, which is, uh, I mean, yeah, Stefan, someone, and by someone like five people have sent it to me. So, yeah. So apologies for that. And more, more people will send this to you as well. Um, but what yep. this is, uh, Spike Friedman on, on Twitter posted this. Uh, uh, a, a friend sent him a picture uh, and what the picture is. Uh, so I'll, I'll just read this to you. A friend just sent me this picture of a line to buy Funko Pops in Hollywood wrapping around an entire block. Stay home. And that's really what it is. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll link you guys the post. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what Funko Pop was like released. Um that that prompted this lineup but like i just cannot imagine i mean even obviously because we're we're like relatively normal guys i can't imagine in like pre-pandemic times lining up for a funko pop release uh but to do it in in to do it during a pandemic in los angeles where it's like really bad right now is just like so beyond help uh that i i didn't think i could be more stunned by like a funko pop story um but but this is the one this is the one that pushed me over the edge and i'm with john now i don't want to hear about funko pops anymore i have no idea what that is i'm googling oh my god you're so lucky you You are so you're lucky but it's also we're we're sorry that you're about to find out what they are oh it's a toy well Well. (laughs) don't 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 let a funko pop collector hear you say that it's yeah. uh yeah, it's like a collectible little figurine. Who's buying this? Uh just like freaks and losers. Nerds, yeah, uh, big nerds. Um, well, but, so Ali, what we what what it <laughs> <laughs> I hate talking about this. What happened? And you know what's year? you know what's funny is that the first episode of last year is when all this was set off. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, great. Hey, maybe we should do it again this year. Well, and guess what happened in 2020, Stefan? You're fucking wishing an, another plague on the world. No, but maybe this will reverse things, right? Speaking of Palm yeah. Springs, this is how we get out yeah. of the loop we're stuck <laughs> in. We talk about Funkos again. So Ali, very briefly, last year, my normie brother-in-law got me a Funko Pop of my favorite hockey player for Christmas. Stefan joked on the show that I was now a quote Funko pop guy, which culminated in listeners sending me over 40 of them. And they are currently sitting in my home. I have no. no, yes, I have no use for them. They're all very, and people were competing to send me the worst one. <gasps> so not only do I have Funkos in my home, but they're like all of the worst, most banal, stupid things you could imagine. So <clears throat> what I figure like what a Funko pop is for, is for you to buy like one or two. You put them on your desk at work so that people know the pop culture things that you like without having to have a conversation with you about it. You are a big Star Wars guy. I'll put a Darth Vader Funko Pop on my desk. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll put a Ben Roethlisberger Funko Pop on my desk. There you go. Those are the two things I like. And that's that's my personality. Is is these yeah. little figurines you see here? This is this is what I I, I like and I uh, I'm obsessed with. And like 
there yeah like john said there's a lot of these like very you know like nfl players there's you know marvel superheroes whatever star wars characters but there's a lot of like very weirdly obscure ones like you've got the mom from modern family i think is one yeah, of them the mom from modern family is pretty brutal <laughs> we have princess um, you have two princess dianas two princess dianas wow. uh, queen mom um there was also i got stefan one which was the witch doctor uh, which was like a pretty racist character from Scooby-Doo that a listener found out only actually appeared in one episode of Scooby-Doo. But, but they, they made, made a Funko Pop. Pop I, I think I figured out what the new release that. So there's there's two possibilities yes. here. I know, John, I know exactly what it is. I'm John gonna... McEnroe is on the new release page. So I'm thinking maybe it was mm. it was J-Mac, you know, no. uh, but the other one I think it really is is Grumpy Cat. Oh, it could be. I'm hey, looking hey, at Grumpy Cat Funko just dropped. I'm, so. I'm looking at Funko Pops News, uh, which has 50,000 <laughs> okay. followers on Twitter. So you're, you're in your uh, bookmarks. Uh, tab. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the Explore tab on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, No, so they, they released star wars valentine's day funko pops oh yeah um so there's a it's they're pink and red and it's uh darth vader a stormtrooper yoda and chewbacca just holding a heart-shaped box of yeah all the funko pop guys were lined up to buy that for their significant other (laughs) yeah exactly uh and then they also 13 hours ago they must have been at the funko pop store because this is a tweet and this like makes me want to be physically ill (laughs) again it's funko pops news on twitter and there the tweet is in person with some new and now released funko pops ig pop culture today and culture is spelt like i'm saying it c-u-l-t-c-h-a and it says Hashtag FPN, hashtag Funko Pop News, hashtag Funko, hashtag Pop, hashtag Funkos, hashtag Pop Final, hashtag Funko Pop, hashtag Funko Pops. And there is a uh, there's a Lewis Capaldi um, uh, Funko Pop, which I don't even know who that is. Um, Okay, it says it's. Yeah, I think we've we looked this guy before, isn't he? He's related to Peter Capaldi, I think. I think we figured this out. Okay. He's got like yeah. white sunglasses on. So there's Lewis yeah. Capaldi. There's dead mouse. Okay. Uh, yeah. Normal. Uh, and then there's a Harlem globe trotter and uh, <laughs> Hellbat special edition, which is like a version, of, a version of Batman. So. so is it mostly adults that are buying this? Oh, all almost. Exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think kids like Funko Pops. Because you can't play with them. Just, you can't play with them. It's not like an action figure. Yeah. yeah. Like here, yeah, I can show you one. Um, they're they're really bad. bad. They, they like they barely stand up on their own because the head is so big. And right. Like, yeah. So it's, it's it's a bit of like a bobblehead situation. Yeah. This is um, the this is the one that started it all last year. Right. This is okay. the awesome Got it. And people are lining up during a global pandemic to buy it. Yes, Correct. that's right. And then they're also well, and they're also going through this thing where people kind of treat them like beanie babies, where they well, think. That's what I was going to say. Because there's a select, a very select number of Funko Pops that are actually worth like tens of thousands of dollars, right. but almost exclusively they are. What I had to do research on this because I, <laughs> anyway, because you love them. You're yeah. Huge so most of the most expensive Funkos are ones that were exclusive releases at the San Diego Comic Con. So it's like it's not like it's like a it's like a crystal Stan Lee. 
Like that's yeah. worth like twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Like literally. So yeah, it's not like you can just go to a store and then they end up being worth something. Like I just love the idea of someone paying twenty five thousand dollars for that and then like displaying it in their house and you go over and they're like, "Hey, Crystal Stanley," and you're just like, "All right." Like this. Bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. Like what that? What is the point of this? I mean, I guess that goes for anything you display or collect, but like, yeah, but more so with Funkos, like hanging a piece of art on your wall and then having a toy that you can't play with and that doesn't have a good sense of gravity yeah and you and you will see like on on like the funko like subreddit guys will just have walls oh my god because they'll just keep the funko in the box they'll just stack the boxes and they'll just have entire walls that are all funko pops and it's just i mean it it's i'm john i'm sorry for bringing it up i apologize you know it's, it's new year's i i i i fucked it up i fucked it up it's really know, like start. 40 year old virgin vibes yeah it's 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 rough um yeah but, i actually uh, once i got the 40th funko pop i did actually regain my virginity <laughs> so it was yeah. pretty wild um and then, john, you know what's, what? if you're a virgin is totally cool just want to get that out there john what's going on on your on your social media well so I didn't quite finish the bean dad story. So let's go back to that. Okay. <laughs> there's like third, there's literally like I got four tweets in and then we had a 30 minute discussion about kitchen appliances and like, uh, it is so long. It's like literally so many tweets. Uh, basically what happens in the end alley is yeah. He tells his daughter, she can't eat until she figures out how to use the can opener. To okay. get and it lasts for six hours. Okay. Uh, but no, I'm just going to, I got a fun, this is just a fun little one. This was actually yeah. all the way back from Christmas Eve from OBJ at OBJ sucks. And it's just a screen cap of an article. And uh, they wrote, the caption is just, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it isn't even close. And it's a little, it looks like it's a, yeah, like a, like a screen cap from like sports illustrated or something. And it's about Allen Iverson, former professional basketball player. It says, Allen Iverson denies a claim made by a former teammate that he occasionally spent $40,000 at a strip club when he was a 76er. Quote, first of all, it was like 9,000 at most, and there were never any strippers at the TGI Fridays on City Line, says Iverson, unless I brought them. (laughs) Sometimes I brought a bunch. And I suppose in those cases, yes, the bill could get up to 40K because they didn't have the endless appetizers thing back then. John, I I do have some bad news. Oh, God damn it! I remember because this this went around like three years ago as well. I remember. Oh uh, yeah. And, but and then I, it, it's extremely funny. It is it, very very funny. It's funny because you could and imagine. It's believable. You could imagine that he would do that. Yeah, because Alan Iverson is a very funny guy. So funny. So you could oh, you could God. see that's why it's that's why it's so good because it is so believable. But yeah, according to Snopes. Uh, which I know is funded by George Soros, but uh, no, it is it is false. He uh, well, then he Stephen, unfortunately, you've left me no choice. Back to Bean Dad. No, fuck. <laughs> it's it's real. It's real. It is real. <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? Uh, the show's running long anyway. No one gives a shit. Let's move on to our block tale. <laughs> what did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail, woo! No longer can see the post, it's a Blocktail, woo! You probably deserved it, it's a Blocktail, 
Uh, Ali, I, I don't know what you're, you didn't tell us. I don't know what it is. Talk to us. What's your, who, what, what is your block? Every block. First of all, I don't know who's block. who. Yeah. I do know some people who've blocked me. Anyone that I've ever known who blocked me was someone that I dated. That's it. Right. Um, which is pretty like classic and mostly that's who I've blocked. Um, so that's one of those I, I had, I was dating somebody. Um, I think he would say it was quite serious. I would say maybe not as serious. <laughs> and, um, anyways, it ended unpleasantly. Let's, you know, just say that. And, uh, then he made a short film about it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? And like, it's not, listen, it's, <laughs> it's easy to watch and be like, this isn't about me. But it is about me. And some of it, you know, the the lead character is a slutty vegan with a dead dad. It's a bit on the nose, I would say. (laughs) And when I, I I knew that that had happened and I was like, you know what? Everybody has their own pain. They just have to like go through it. He has to express himself. I talk about my exes on stage all the time, whatever. But this thing has millions of views. Millions of views. In fact, I think it might have like taken his career to the next level. Oh my God. Outrageous. Now is it, so is it like the story of your breakup or it's just that like the main character has personality traits that you also have? It's a bit of both. I think it's like, I think it's our breakup if the gender roles are swapped. Okay. So in this case, the woman is like, the one being slighted whereas in i think in his opinion it's the other way around right okay um but it is it to me was like at first i was like who like i i was upset about it and then i was like it doesn't matter who cares but it did understandably bother me at first especially with millions of views millions yeah Yeah. not like not like a million Jeez. So, so did it so did it come out like how soon after your breakup did it come out? Um I only became aware of it like later on, but okay. uh I think it was probably like within a year or gotcha. a year and a half of it coming out. But he but of course he blocked me, which is the whole point of all this is that he blocked me on all social media, so I didn't even know that it existed until and then was it like a friend being like, oh my God, Allie, this is about you. Or you just like stumbled on it later. I can't remember. I can't remember how I, I came across it. I think I, I think actually it might've been suggested to me. On your, <laughs> on your, on your explore tab. Like, oh, it's this little thing. <laughs> you used to follow this guy. What happened there? I was like, oh my God. But it, truly like it, yeah, it was a bit jarring because obviously from an ego standpoint, you always want to defend yourself and be like, well, actually my therapist thinks that I was in the right here. Um, but then, you know, you get over it and you're just like, okay, well, who cares? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's wow. so weird. Um, you might have to cut this out, Dan. I'll ask Becca after, but uh, <laughs> uh, my fiance Becca was married before and she was married to a musician and mm-hmm. um, they obviously got divorced and um, he put out this, like he, he was a, he's very much like a um, multi-paragraph caption writer on Instagram. <laughs> Loves to just like 
lay down a 500 word caption you know he's big into that so yeah um and he likes to be he kind of plays the sort of tortured artist role so mm-hmm. um when uh you know it's probably maybe a year after him and becca broke up so becca and i hadn't even really been together for that long yet and then he put out this music video and he had this like long this 500 word thing about how like the last year of his life has been so crazy and all these like wild things happened like whatever and it's like a period of great change in his life blah 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 and it was uh, the the actual instagram post was a music video where he just like put a bunch of photos like that's the the whole thing was like a photo like i don't even know what you would call it collage sort of but it was just like okay. one photo after another for like the whole so if the video is like 250 seconds it's just like 250 photos just like mm-hmm. kind of showing like i've been through a lot of changes and there was like multiple photos of becca in it and he like didn't talk to her didn't like say anything and it was just very she was like um i'm I'm, in his music video it's just very odd yeah like so yeah so she kind of went through the same thing i feel like where you're just it's like yeah and it's like why am i i it sucks that i'm a part of your art but like you said like you 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 know and i do it too as a comedian we talk about our exes and stuff but Mm -hmm. it's Mm-hmm. It is definitely like a jarring and weird thing where you feel in some way it's like they're trying to make their success off of you kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do think that's like the the thing with dating artists. Like if you date an account, an accountant, they're not going to like make <laughs> about you or like calculate angrily or why am i being audited but i think like artists typically in whatever like medium they're in they will draw on their life experience and so it's just funny when it's in the context of it being like a visual medium or like you know, like any, anything really. I, I mean, like my jokes are exclusively about people who've been inside me. So it's like, yeah, there's going to be a lot, <laughs> you know, like that's what it's about. Yeah. It's like, whatever. You, I think there's a line. You just have to respect like a certain level of, cause I'm not trying to start anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's it's probably weird too because they maybe they feel even like do I reach out to them? Do I say like hey, is it cool if I did? But then you're like ah oh, no yeah it's a weird yeah. it's a weird deal. Our listener block this week not personal at all. Uh, <laughs> a big change, which is nice. Sometimes it's good to kind of mix it up. And this is a great one. This is from Chris, um, and they said uh, that they got blocked by the storm is upon us, which is a, apparently that's a QAnon hard, account yeah, for QAnon sure. QAnon account with fifty thousand followers. Okay. So uh, this is Chris here. He says, or they say, on December the fourteenth, the storm is upon us. Made the bizarre claim that fifty thousand Chinese soldiers were killed on the border of Maine and Canada. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I didn't know the soldier thing. I saw the post. Yeah, I don't think it actually happened. Unable to, to resist myself, I replied with the following. My friend stationed up there said that the USA IECCC confirmed 69,420 Chinese troops were killed. They don't take any prisoners. Want me to get a screenshot of the tool? I had hoped the number was a dead giveaway that I was trolling them. After a few minutes, no one had interacted with my reply, so I decided to charge my phone and get back to work. An hour later, I checked my phone again, and my reply had been retweeted by The Storm is Upon Us, along with dozens of other QAnon accounts. Very few people realized it was a joke, and most seemed to believe it. I then called the storm is upon us a moron for believing it and believing in Q. 
He very quickly blocked me, but didn't delete the retweet, and my reply kept getting interactions. Despite having QA engineer for Antifa in my bio, dozens <laughs> of Q believers started to follow me, and I spent a work meeting blocking the stream of new followers. Oh my Love god! Love Have a happy holiday season, Chris. <laughs> that rocks. That's so good. Nice work, well Chris. Yeah. Great work. We salute yeah. you. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com, or you can go to our website and fill out the form. Uh, you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty. $5 a month gets you access to four bonus episodes every month, three episodes, and a live show. Uh, it's We got a lot of stuff happening over there right now. We just did a bunch of holiday stuff. We did the holiday mailbag with Jesse Farrar from Your Kickstarter Sucks. We had... Ali's uh, friend and writing partner, Olivia Stadler on for a mailbag as well, which was, or not a mailbag, a cameo episode, which was super fun. And uh, we also uh, launching today, we're launching yearly subscriptions as well. So if you know that you're going to be a fan of the show for the next year, you get 12 months for the price of 10. And we're introducing the 100 club, which is uh, essentially a $10 a month donation, but you get two months for free so it comes out to a hundred dollars and you get access to every piece of bonus content we provide plus you get a free t-shirt of your choice from our t public store uh, so you can head on over to patreon.com slash block party to check all of that out but uh, we do have a great live show this month as well uh we're going to have uh, brett and brian our friends from street fight radio on to watch some clips of dragon's den with us so they've been doing a lot of uh, shark tank live streaming over at uh, street fight radio so we wanted to introduce them to the canadian world of shark tank so that's going to be super fun that's on friday january 15th 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific if you want to uh follow the show you can do so on instagram and twitter at blocked party pod you can always rate and review the show on itunes that helps us in their algorithms and subscribe to the show too uh, so you don't miss a minute ali we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest what do you have for us please Okay, here's my top three. And now that I know you guys, I feel bad asking. Um, <laughs> but it's, an, it's, an, it's part of a theme. It's part of okay. my theme. Okay. Um, what are your, who are your top three favorite exes? <laughs> I am going to get I am going to get killed. The tire <laughs> obstacle course was nothing. Now okay, I'm like, okay, here's, oh, here's, 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 I'm Here's um, uh, a modification. Well, it's fine for Stefan. His girlfriend doesn't listen to the show. My yeah. fiance listens to every minute of this. I've only, but I've only been in like two like relationships. I only have like two exes before this. Oh, all so. I guess it's just one and two. Top two. Yeah. Someone you went on a date with. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I mean, it could be, be, I mean, be a positive reason. This is spicy. I like this, might be the spiciest top three we've ever had. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Ali, you go first. You're number three. I'll start. It's really easy. My top, my number three is um, the guy who made the short film because he gave me something to talk about on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My number three, uh, I I went on a, a Tinder date to Granville Island with someone. We walked around and, and got like donuts and stuff. And it was, it was nice. That's very wholesome. Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout Sean? out. You don't have to. I'm shouting out. Like, no, 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 this is good. This is good. No, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. My number three is also a girl that I went on. Well, I went on two dates with her. 
uh, about five years apart. And uh, the first time she was a friend of a friend who set us up, it was an older friend. So like I curl Ali uh, or I used to curl like pretty at a pretty high level. So okay. I, you know, you get to know older people through that. So I think I was about, I was in my early twenties and she was, would have been close to 40 and she had a half sister who was around my age. And she was like, Oh, we should set you guys up. You listen to the same music. Pardon me. So we hung out, had a date. Pardon me. It was fine, but we didn't really talk again after the date. And I feel like I just remembered, I don't really remember much about her. I remember thinking she was like cute, but I did. I just felt like, Oh yeah, we just didn't have a connection. So then like five, so then she got into a relationship shortly after that. Then when they broke up, she like reached back out to me and was like, Hey, like we should hang out. And the only thing I remembered was like, Oh, we didn't have a connection. We're like five years older. Let's go on a date. And then um, I remembered very quickly that actually I wasn't into her because she was um, very dumb, uh, very dumb. And um, she uh, she thought Halifax was the capital of Ontario. Oh, uh, so that was because uh, she knew she knew that I was from Ontario originally, like I was born and raised in Ontario. So I was going to Halifax to do comedy shows. And so I was, she was like, oh, you know, what's coming up, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm going to Halifax. And she was like, oh, to see your family. Cause you grew up there. Right. And like, I must've, I'm very bad with poker faces. So she must have seen like the look on my face because I just gave her this look and she was like, oh, oh, Halifax isn't in Ontario. Is it? Oh, <laughs> was she thinking of Hamilton? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Queen, but. I mean, that's, yeah i mean she's barely an ex but that's certainly one of the more memorable single dates i've been on for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good that's pretty good ali your number two well now i'm trying to think of dates but i guess my well my number two is um an ex who blocked me another ex who blocked me um and that's just like i mean there's nothing really to say about it he's just a favorite um because he because he deleted all the photos of us on Instagram and then broke up with me and I was like mm, you're oh, kind of wow. leaving a, a a trail of crumbs here my friend <laughs> that's a reverse order thing right? <laughs> yeah I was like mm, I think you got something mixed up here <laughs> and then of course like of course after you guys have spent an hour and a half with me he wanted to get back together and I was like you can't undo it my yeah. man uh okay number two i guess uh my my college girlfriend uh we had like a long distance thing too for a couple of years as well long she distance. Was, went to school in ontario and i was going to school in victoria oh so she went to school in halifax yeah she went to school in halifax <laughs> and I, would, uh, I, I flew out there a, a few times and uh, it was it was nice it was a, a college thing you know so yeah john yeah all really good experiences on your end <laughs> Congratulations. I mean, I'm just excited for John. I am loving yeah. this. I, <laughs> Ali, I have been doing podcasts with Stefan for five years. <laughs> it is impossible to rattle him because he's like so deeply irony poisoned. There's like nothing you can do to rattle him. And it's so uncomfortable right now. And I am loving every second of it. No, so bad. no, it no, no. This so, is a good topic. It is good this is what he deserves this is me every goddamn week that i hang out with it really every is time i'm on this show i'm like is this gonna be the week that i get yeah. canceled for something stefan makes me say and or do yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, guys okay um 
I'll go number two. I will say my high school girlfriend, um, because I know that uh, she was just like, you know, we uh, we had a very like dramatic high school relationship. Um, but I think she taught me like a lot about like being in relationships and stuff, which was which was pretty good. Um, and uh, we still have a quote in our family because um, so she had gone on the class trip uh, in, in grade 11 to London and I didn't go. I, she was from a rich, she was from a Williams Sonoma family. <laughs> and, um, so she had gone to London on this school trip. And, uh, so I remember one morning, uh, she called the house at 6am and cause I think she messed up the like British time difference. So she like called me from London on this trip. And of course I'm asleep. It was a school day too my parents answered the phone and uh, <laughs> she was like, you know, Oh, I'm not going to say her real name, but she was like, Oh, um, <clears throat> can I talk to John? And they were like, no, he's asleep. <laughs> and she was like, well, I want to like, I want to talk to him. And they were like, no, he's, it's 6am. Like he's asleep. And she's like, it's Betty from London. <gasps> and, oh. and then my parents had to like click in like, Oh, I guess <laughs> That's John's girlfriend. We better put him on the phone. And then from then on, she was known in my family as it's Betty from London. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a good, that was pretty fun. The the noise, the, the name choice and the voice that you did makes her sound so old. She sounds like Mark Simpson. I know she has like an older style name. So I feel like it's like close enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, that was literally like how my dad would do the voice. Cause he said, so <laughs> she like squawked at, like she was pissed at him. Like how dare he not put me on the phone? <laughs> Cause she's calling from London. From London. She probably yeah. got a calling card. And on any time she phoned the house well after she came back, they'd be like, Johnny, it's, it's Betty from London. I almost <laughs> <remember her name laughs> there. Anyway. That's great. Uh, uh, Allie, you're number one. Oh, well, now you made me think of 30 other exes. <laughs> I had a British boyfriend when I was 15. And um, yeah, it was spicy. He, he, I met him. Actually, I'll just, he actually is a favorite ex. He's not like a pretend favorite because all my, all my favorites were really not favorites. Um, but he was so sweet. I met him on like an exchange program. He came to Canada and then I was like 15 and we were, and he had red hair. So obviously I was like, okay, I'm a Royal. Um, and so anyways, we like totally were obsessed with each other. And when he went back, we like hand wrote letters and talked on the phone all the time. And then I was like, I have to go visit him. So as like a 15 year old vegetarian, I went and worked at Burger King and saved enough money to go. And, and I went to England alone when I was 15, which like in the hindsight, like, Mom, why did you let me go? And to go and stay with a boy in particular. To stay with a boy, but it was like, it was so great. And we're still in touch and he's actually like a genuinely really great person. And his parents were really nice. And I can't believe they let me come and like live with them for two weeks. That's wow. uh, shout out, Brad. Shout out. Be rad. All right. Um, number one, uh, the ex who liked watching sports. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that was uh, watching hockey, bigger hockey fan than me right now, I would say definitely, because I don't really, as as John knows, our listeners know, I've, I've kind of stopped watching the Canucks at least. Um, although I've, I've started following hockey much more closely now that I'm in John's very intense keeper fantasy league. So <laughs> that's been good for me. I'm, I'm, I am glad to get back into hockey just as like a general, like yep. not specifically as a, as a Canucks fan. But uh, yeah, it was nice uh, watching sports with a significant other and yeah. uh, them being like just as excited as you or just as angry as you yeah. about sports. Is, uh, yeah, that is that's, nice. that's nice. Yeah. And I feel like Becca is, uh, has become somewhat of a Leafs fan, right, John? Oh yeah. 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 She's getting, she doesn't like the regular season for her. It's like, there has to be stakes or she doesn't sure. really care. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she like just genuinely doesn't even understand why they have a regular season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why can't it all just be the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she, but she likes, yeah, she, she's definitely gotten into it. She went to like, we went to see the Leafs last year uh, at the air Canada center before all this happened. And, um, yeah, no, she's, she's in, and, and even if she doesn't love sports, she's very supportive of my love of sports. That's good. Nice. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, poof, my number one X is probably the X before Becca. I've, I've done two bad X's, so I might as well do a good X. Yeah. Um, just because, well, she was also a sports fan. She was a, a professional volleyball player, so she was pretty into sports, but, um, and yeah, she put we, up with our podcast recording. She put up apartment. with her podcast being recorded in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, she was just, uh, you know, she was nice. And I think the one thing uh, we had a pretty, you know, overall pretty good relationship. And <clears throat> the one thing is like we had like a legitimately amicable breakup, which like mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in your like I was in my early 30s and she was in her late 20s. I feel like that's pretty hard, especially when you've been like, living together. We were together for three years. And she legitimately just broke up with me because she was like, I don't think you're the one. She was mm. like, I don't really have any specific issue with you. I don't think you're the one, which like I've told that to people and they're like, oh, that's really harsh. And I was like, no. actually, it's not because like yeah. a yeah. lot of people would be like, well, you're close enough to the one totally. and then marry you. And then, you know, and then your marriage sucks and it's loveless. Yeah. And after three years, you hate each other like. That's she, a very smart move on her part. Yeah. Not that, not that, not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know what I'm, I'm not saying that as like an insult. Dan's laughing, but I like, don't I'm just, as, no, I, yeah. I mean, it was a smart move for her to get away from me for sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like, yeah, I, I can understand why people would think that because it does play into like how we feel about ourselves and like we're the main character in all of our movies. So it is weird to hear someone be like, you're not it. But it's like way better than the alternative, which I'm sure we all have friends who are in relationships or in marriages when you're like, this is going to suck in the next five years for you. Totally. They're just settling. Right. So, I mean, obviously it was tough to hear because you'd almost there rather be like a specific reason where you can be like, okay, well, yeah, I fucked up and I deserved for you to break up with me. But at the same time, like, yeah, I ended up meeting the love of my life after. So Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, right. Like if, if she wanted to stay with me and we ended up getting married, then I would have never met Becca. And so, yeah. so it's all like, you know, it's all that everything happens for a reason thing, but yeah, overall she was a pretty good ex. I have to say. And you wouldn't have had an amicable, an amicable breakup if it was something that one of you guys had done. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, so it, was just a, it was like an amicable, we, it, we, it was a parting of the ways as you would say, yeah. like, yeah, obviously it sucked, but it was, much better than some of the alternatives that uh, my friends go through. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Allie, I mean, what a treat, what a talk. 
three. I mean, people are going to be talking about this top three forever. Um, oh, the episode in general. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, but you can follow me on social media because that's always fun. Yeah, absolutely. You're at Ali Pierce, Ali underscore Pierce, right? Yeah, on Twitter, I'm at Ali underscore Pierce. And on Instagram, I'm at Ali Pierce Comedy. There you go. Perfect. And we'll, that'll all be linked for everybody so they can find it. Uh, thank you so much, Allie. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, again, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party yearly subscriptions available right now. And, uh, well, not like right now, like later today, depending <laughs> on when you're listening to this. I mean, I'll get to it. Okay. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it's all there. Patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod, and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.